Hello all and welcome back to Three Guy Game. I'm your host Matt and um, as you might notice uh, Ryan is not with us tonight because he's busy with uh, playing his wedding for the next couple weeks so so unfortunately he won't be with us for till, uh, after his wedding but I am here tonight with uh, my co-host G John. G how are you doing tonight? Good bro I'm good yeah you know Ryan understandably won't be on the show for the foreseeable future, but, you know, got to do what you got to do. But uh, we'll just try to handle the load, man. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and yeah, unfortunately for both of our teams, the free agency period is not going too well so far between the Patriots and Packers. So we'll dig, (laughs) we'll dig a little more into that. But, um, but first, I feel like we should just go into the NFL free agencies and trades that's happened this past week. So, starting off with the Jaguars, uh, they signed Christian Kirk for four years, 84 mil. They signed Zay Jones, Brandon Schreff, the uh, for Washington, and uh, released uh, Miles Jack. My thought, my quick thoughts on Jaguars: um, What the heck are they doing? There's a reason why they are in poverty, and. Uh, and over- I have no idea what direction they're going into. They're overpaying for a bunch of solid players, but they're paying play- they're playing them premium money like they're elite. And they're, they're listen, sure, Brandon Sheriff, Christian Kirk's a nice player. He's not worth eighty four million. Exactly, though. like that was like you know what I mean. Like they're overpaying for a bunch of solid players. They kind of did what you guys did last year. You guys overpaid for a bunch of like. Except, you know, there was a few mediocres. You got you got a few solid players and some mediocre players. The Jaguars are kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, They're, thanks for thanks for so, reminding me, G. Um, it really sorry. brings brings joy to how my team is going. So thank yeah, you for sorry that. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But um but yeah, and then we got the Jets. They signed uh the guard Tomlinson for 49ers. Uh they signed CJ Usma, the tight end from Cincinnati. Yep. They signed Jordan Whitehead, the safety from Tampa Bay and re-signed uh, Braxton Berrios. And uh, I think the Jets, like, those were good signings. But unfortunately, yeah. uh, they're the Jets and they're going to stink for a while. So <laughs> never too worried about them. Got any quick thoughts on that? No, I mean, I thought, like you said, they're solid signings. I don't think they didn't break the bank like the Jaguars did. So, like, you know, you can respect that. But, yeah. you know, uh, Braxton Berrios – Solid player. I mean, Tomlinson's a nice person you can just plug in. I don't. I don't think they overpaid those guys like the Jags did. So it's not, no, you know. So it was good. You know, I, I'm happy for them and uh, for Rye guy, and maybe they'll make a few more moves. Who knows? Maybe they won't suck for that long. <laughs> yeah, they do have a lot of cap space left, so maybe we'll see something in the next couple of days. And then the Chiefs signing Justin Reed, that safety to replace Tyron Matthew, who they're gonna apparently let walk which to me is kind of surprising because Matthew was the anchor of that defense, especially that secondary. So with him gone along with uh, Traverius Ward, who was their number one corner to the 49ers, uh, that defense, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, we'll see what happens the next couple of days, but that's a questionable defense again. Well, when you look at the Chiefs, um, I think I showed you this while we were all the way in Orlando. The cap hit on Mahomes his first four years in the league was near the bottom for quarterbacks. Bottom five, 27th, 28th, 30th. Last year was seventh. 
this is where we're going to start seeing, like, you know, Mahomes is, you know, is a great player. He's on his way to being – he's probably already arguably an all-time great. He's going to keep that team competitive. But the days of the Chiefs having a bunch of really good players on the team, you're going to start to see a different dynamic, I feel like, especially within their division. So I'm not shocked that, you know, Tyron's gone. And it wouldn't shock me if you see a few other – couple other good players of them leave because you can't pay everybody, man, as you know, in this league. So, Yeah, no, you can't, unfortunately. And you know the guys in this league, like, if the money's there, like, no matter what team it is, they're going to go for the bag. So, Unless, you're Tom, that, unless like. you're Tom Brady and you take pay cuts to keep people. But, uh, yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's special yeah, has, for doing that. Yeah, I know. He has all these endorsement deals and also has a wife who makes more money than him. So yeah, that definitely helps. A lot. helps. <laughs> Yeah, and then you got the Browns, who traded a fifth-round pick for Amari Cooper, as well as releasing Jarvis Landry and J.C. Treader. Uh, I think Amari's a solid player. Uh, he's obviously not worth $20 million, but he's a solid player. Very inconsistent, especially on the road. So, mm-hmm. And then I don't know what the Browns are exactly trying to do, but, but like it sounds like they're going to keep going with Baker and see what happens from there. Dark Horse, don't be surprised if they get in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I'm yeah, if they do get out. if they do get Deshaun Watson, then yes, they're gonna be a they're They'll gonna be, be up there for a contending for a contender. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then you got the Colts trading Carson Wentz to Washington for two thirds and a second, I believe. And and my thoughts on it are I really don't know what to think of it. Um I think it's just two thirds, honestly. Oh, it's just it, uh, the, okay. the third. The one of the thirds can be conditional to become a second round pick. Okay, based on performance. Okay, yeah. that's right, man. Yeah. So, so yeah, my thoughts on it, like Indianapolis, they have a lot, but they don't have a freaking quarterback, and and obviously Houston's not going to let Deshaun talk to them. So, yeah. I guess they're either stuck with Jimmy G or, I guess one of the guys they have on the bench right now, Sam Ellinger. Or, I feel like pick, I feel like they're gonna pick, go after pick up Jimmy Sam D. Darnold or whoever's there. By so. the way, um, just saying, this you know Jimmy G is the last quarterback on the basically the carousel to go somewhere. You know you have all these other guys that have chosen other places. Yeah, it kind of tells me something what other teams might think about Jimmy G. He doesn't really move the needle. <laughs> Like some people think, I'm taking Jesus another dig at him. Christ, Just, yeah. I can't, I can't help you, myself. I can't help yeah, myself. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, G. I mean, John, Mitch G. John's just so. Yeah, <laughs> that. Yeah, he got guys, inside. He went to Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers like we'd rather have Mitch than Jimmy G. Seriously, come on, man, guys. Well, open he's up. he's Jimmy cheaper. G. He's cheaper. That's why. I mean, that's that's the only possible thing the, I can I think say. The, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, he ain't getting paid nothing. But honestly, I actually do think the Colts are going to end up getting him by default because unless the Niners keep him, I just don't see the Niners keeping him though. I think no, they're they're, they're ready to move on. Like Shanahan looked like he he's been wanting to move on for him to, for the past few years. I mean, there's a reason why they traded all these. Bring, yeah. All these uh, future assets to move up in drafts to get Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. It's were... not like it's not like we're Green Bay, where your quarterback is winning multiple MVPs. Jimmy G's not in that category of like no, those elite quarterbacks. So when you make a move to get a young quarterback, you better expect him to play pretty much immediately. And this is probably the time. But yeah, we'll see definitely. where he goes. We'll see. 
But now we're going to go into the big ones. Starting off with Russell Wilson getting traded to the Broncos for two firsts, two seconds, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. And I got to add on top of that, the Broncos signed Randy Gregory somewhere, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is huge because now you have a guy on the other side of uh, Bradley Chubb. So, yeah, with mm-hmm. that pass rush in the secondary that's already established, like that defense is already elite. But now with a quarterback who can actually play, who's competent with those uh, weapons and Jerry Judy, uh, Cortland Sutton, P- Tim Patrick, like they're going to be – they should be one of the favorites coming out of the AFC. I mean, granted, they're playing a very tough division, but yeah, but it wouldn't be surprising to me if uh, if they're there at the end. That division's gonna be a bloodbath. And um, if you guys remember, I'm 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 high on I'm pretty high on Russell Wilson. I'm really I really think highly of him. When we did our quarterback rankings before the season started, I had him too. I remember I think I had. Now, obviously, yeah, changed. you had Mahomes one. I had Mahomes Wilson one, two. I had Wilson two, and I had Rodgers and then Brady. And then I can't remember who I had fifth. Josh Allen, maybe? I think Josh Allen, yeah. That's who I had going into the season. Obviously, you know, those rankings flipped around, and then you probably, I probably would have put Rodgers and Brady at the top considering how they played. But I think I'm going to stamp it right here. As long as Wilson stays healthy, they're winning that division. I really do believe that. I really do. I think the Broncos are loaded. I think they're um, the early favorite, in my opinion, to be the AFC representative. You know, and I know that, you know, it's going to be tough. I'm not sure that division is going to get a bye because I think they're gonna, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs are going to beat up on each other. And, you know, they're each going to have a couple losses between each other going through the year. But, you know, I don't know. I, I like what the Broncos did. They were a quarterback away. Now, if they can maybe shore up that line a little bit throughout the draft, that team's going to be loaded, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. And who's there? They, they got really good left tackle, right? Bowles, I believe. Yeah, Bowles. Yeah, Bowles is, Bowles. Bowles is good. But I think they need to shore up uh, the right side a little bit. I got yeah. Um, and maybe the guard situation. Their line, it's not great. It's not bad. It's, you know, meh with a couple. I think there's a couple tweaks they can make that if they make it and they can protect Russell Wilson – I could see an MVP season out of him. Uh, like I said about Matt Stafford having an MVP caliber season, I think Russell Wilson is going to be in that category too, having an MVP caliber season. You know, you got Jerry Judy, you got Cortland Sutton. It sucks they lost Fant, but they got Tim Patrick too. They got three really solid receivers, and Jerry Judy's poised to break out. So we're going to see some big things, I think. Yeah, and they have uh, Javante Williams at running back, who's an mm-hmm. up-and-comer. So absolutely. So, yeah, that division is going to be good. And I think the the coach they hired, Nathaniel Hackett from Green Bay, like he's a good offensive-minded coach. So so I think he'll bring the best out of Russell Wilson once uh, they get rolling. Yeah, the only thing with Hackett is I agree with you that. I'm just not sure how he's going to do as a head coach. It's an unknown. You know, it could be good, it could be bad, but I do agree with you that in terms of offensive play calling, he's definitely going to bring the best out of Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers loved him. Loved him, and I don't think it's a coincidence that with him being there in the floor when they came in, that he's you know went from what people, even myself, I thought Aaron Rodgers was on the on the decline in the Mike McCarthy in the last couple of years of Mike McCarthy to all of a sudden winning back to back MVPs and 
you know, a lot of people think, you know, he's still the best quarterback in football. So, like, it's a, it's a transition that you can easily see Nathaniel Hackett resurrecting Russell Wilson after having a bad year. And then we might even be saying that, wow, is Russell Wilson maybe the best quarterback in football? Who knows? We can have that conversation with this uh, roster next year. Yeah, for sure. And he's proven it year after year, like, statistically and the fact that, on, for the most part, he's been in the playoffs every year. So, I mean, a, a so change of a scenery top. can do wonders, whether it's a new system, a new coach. I mean, listen, I just said Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, when he left the last year in New England, just like Rodgers, I, I think I thought he was declining too. You know, I think a lot of people did. And then you go to Tampa and he's on fire. Having and I just resurrected season. his career there. Yeah, Tampa Bay Cowboys seasons. So you got Rodgers who did it, Brady who's done it. You know, where they both look dead in a way, you know, for their standards, I should say. And then now Russell Wilson, who looked dead in the water, going to a new place, could easily have a season resurrections like they did. It's got to be good. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what the future holds. But mm-hmm. um, but next, we will be going to your Green Bay Packers and – uh and yeah, so you saw that Rogers signed three years for $150 million. They franchised Devontae Adams, although he's not too happy about that. No, so he's not gonna play if they tag him. Yeah, so so they're trying to a long term deal. Hopefully he can play and then signing Devontae Campbell as well. I think that's bit that's probably one of the bigger signings because of how great he was last year at the linebacker position. But yeah. gee, I know you're not too thrilled about what's happening in Green Bay, so take your time. What do you need to say? Uh, to be honest, I'm not as mad as I thought. First off, I thought it was a steal what we got for Devondre Campbell with that contract. His oh, cap yeah. hit the first couple of years. If he struggles, we have early outs for his contract. Not that I expect that because he's played fantastic, but, you know, he earned his contract. I thought we got him for a bargain. In contrast... Blake Martinez, our previous linebacker, got is getting paid more on the Giants. <laughs> so, you know. And he's we, hurt. Yeah, <laughs> and so we got a guy who just came off all pro season off a of bargain, which is great. That's the best signing to me. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about keeping Preston, man. Not that, I, not that he's not a good player, but out of the Smith brothers, I think Zadarius is clearly better, even though I, I just think the Packers' logic was, well, the defense was good without him last year, so, like, maybe we can do it again. But Preston Smith has kind of shown waves of inconsistency. And when he needs I, – I really do believe in, like, contract years, so to speak, that when a player is up against it, they just play a little bit better. You see it so much in sports. Actually, you can ask the Knicks with Julius Randle. <laughs> uh, he literally had was an all-NBA second teamer. Not that he's not a good player, but now the Knicks are struggling. You know, players get a little hungrier when they need to play for something. And I feel like Preston was playing for something. I still expect him to be good. But I don't think – I think he hit his peak last year. And it's going to be all downhill. Hopefully, he keeps a similar production. And it was a lot of money. I would have rather given it to Zedarius. But I feel like we saw what we could do without him. And I think Preston's better than coverage. So, you know, that's yeah. valuable in that in itself. You know, Gary's not a – Coverage linebacker, neither is a Darius. They're pure pass rushers, basically. Um, and I do expect to get a deal done with Devontae. Totally expect that. Um, I think we're not, I think we're only four million over the cap at this point. 
The Rogers deal saved eighteen million this year. Yeah, it went from forty six to twenty eight or something like but that. The cap hit. I'm gonna say this. Nobody's been a bigger supporter, I think, of, of Rogers than I am, at least locally or whatever. You know, in my opinion, I mean, I try to be fair with them, but I, I mean, I always talk. I talk about how fantastic he is, you know. And, um, you know, and I try to keep it real. Listen, when you play bad, you play bad. When you play well, I'm going to sing your praises. You really need to get a championship, another one. If you're going to take all this money, you better deliver. I don't want to hear. It was fine in 20, you know, in a few years ago, you know, from like 2013 to 2018, 19, you're talking about, oh, I don't got weapons or anything like that. That's viable. Okay, fine. I don't want to hear that anymore. You took all this money. You took all this money. So I don't want to hear any excuses. You better find a way before your contract's up to win to deliver another Super Bowl. You are the back-to-back reigning MVP. A lot of people, myself included, call you the best quarterback in football. You better deliver. I don't want to hear anything. You took all if you wanted more weapons or more help, you would have taken a pay cut like Brady. Dude, how much money do you need? You really need to be the highest paid quarterback in football? I don't understand it. Tom Brady's the GOAT. In my eyes, I I thought Aaron Rodgers, in, at his best, was the best I've ever seen. Spin of football. The way he, what he can do, throwing and everything. Yeah, talent-wise, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, like, just, to, just what he could do. I mean, the throws he makes are ridiculous. It's time to show up now. This is the time. I don't care. You took this money. You better deliver it. Within this three years... If you do not deliver a Super Bowl, it's going to be on you. I used to say, you know, in years past, you know, the defense gave up, you know, average giving up like 36 points a game in our playoff losses. You know, we've had special teams blunders and all that where he's been let down. But you took all this money. You took all this money. The next three years are going to reflect on you completely, period. If the defense decides to shit the bed or the special teams again, I'm like, well, dude, you took all this money. We couldn't afford to get anybody. Sorry. That's what you get when you want to be the highest paid player. You want to take all this money? Fine. It's on you, man. You better deliver. That's all I'm saying. I think he's, you know, he's going to play fantastic. I don't care about the regular season. I know he's going to kill the regular season. Postseason time. I want to see it. In the last, this Niners game was awful. Was awful. I mean, he was terrible. I don't care. I don't even care about the special teams being as bad as they were. You can't not score only 10 points. Sorry. So we'll see what happens. And if he and he has a chance to change his perspective, kind of like how Peyton Manning did. Peyton Manning, nobody cares how you win your second Super Bowl. Peyton Manning was carried by that Broncos defense to his second Super Bowl. Yeah. Carried. <laughs> All people talk about is Peyton Manning's a winner. He's got two rings. History forgets how it's done. Get that second ring, and you can secure your legacy. No one's going to question you about, you know, being just a regular season performer anymore and all that kind of stuff. So let's see what you got, man. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and yeah, I think he's – I mean, obviously he can, uh, like, build more, more on his legacy. But as it stands right now, like, He's already a top five, top ten quarterback of all time. Yeah, I, I, he's already I there. But yeah, 
But if he wants to like stamp himself like to top he, five automatically, yes, like, that's, that's like without me. any thought, like yes. yeah, I think he yes. needs to get a second Super Bowl. Right now, right now it's a discussion. Like the way I said it, like I used to argue with some friends. Right? I said it's a discussion. You get that second one, you're like on Mount Rushmore. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're on 100%. that Mount Rushmore. You know, you, uh, to me, it would be if he gets that second Super Bowl, it would yeah, be you know Brady, Brady Montana, Montana, Peyton, and Manning. Rodgers. Yeah, and Rodgers. I agree. That's, a, that's how I would do it. And I don't I think com- he could. I don't think he could easily surpass Peyton. It's right there in front of him for before the end of his career. If he, he could surpass Peyton Manning, it's right there in front of him. If he wants to do that, he's just got to win. Yeah, I completely agree. And you also got to factor in uh, Devontae wants to be the highest paid wide receiver. So, not sure how. how As he should, though. I I don't blame him. I don't blame him. As he should. You see Christian Kirk getting four years, 84 million. You know, he's looking at him like. Yeah, so Devontae should be worth like 50 million a year. (laughs) 40, dude. (laughs) 40, 50 million a year. Listen, we better pay him now before another receiver, mediocre, solid receiver gets paid like 25 million. Better do it right now, Green Bay. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But, um, but yeah, moving on, we will go to the L.A. Chargers. Although they made two moves, they were two huge moves to the defense. Mm-hmm. They traded for Khalil Mack and uh, signed J.C. Jackson to a big contract. And, uh, and I do have some thoughts on it. Uh, first off, with J.C. Jackson, just because he was on my team for the past four years, like, he's, he's performed well. Like, he's put up good numbers, like, gets a lot of interceptions. But my issue with him is he pads his stats against very bad teams. Like, he'll get, like, two, three interceptions against the Jets, Jaguars, like, whatever terrible team they play. So, so yeah, his his stats get a little padded a little bit. And then when he, when he has to play good receivers and good quarterbacks, like a Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, like, that's when he struggles. Like, yeah. like he has a hard time covering a top tier elite receiver who has a competent quarterback. So, so that's my only thing with him in terms of that. But that might not even matter because they trade for Khalil Mack. So mm-hmm. putting him and Joey Bosa <laughs> at the edge, whoo, those uh, tackles better be ready for those two because they are two of the most relentless pass rushers in the league right now. And but and especially with Khalil Mack, like that run defense is going to be so much better. And uh, so yeah, add those two to mixing the front, and J.C. Jackson to back with with Asante Samuel Jr. on the other side, who's ha- who had a pretty impressive rookie campaign. Yep. And then Derwin James, if he can ever stay healthy, he's, he's one of the top safeties in the league easily. Yeah. So so yeah, they really revamped that defense, and you already know what the offense is. Yeah, you got. Hopefully, Justin Herbert can make another jump, like to be to become a top five quarterback. I mean, they got Eckler in the backfield. They still have Keen Allen. They, they re-signed Mike, Mike Williams. Williams yep. Yes, to a big contract. Uh, and uh, and they have a good good O line the, on the left side. Their right side, like they need to work on a little bit. Uh, they did release your former guy Balaga, but he didn't play that much when he signed there. So, yeah. so yeah, they're going to have to figure that situation out. But, but yeah, them, the Broncos, the Chiefs, and uh, depending on what the Raiders do, like, they still have a lot of cap space and haven't really done much yet. Like, that could be, like, the easily the best division in football, oh, especially with it, how the – 
NFC West has kind of transpired. Yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah. I think but, it is at this point. I think this, there was a shift. We thought the NFC West was last year. I think it's the AFC West now. But the I Seahawks do. going down, you know. Cardinals are questionable. Yeah. With uh, all their 49ers, issues. they have a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Uh, well, he's going to be a rookie. Or his first year playing. Yeah, first year starter. But let me just say this real quick. So, your point about Jason pa- Jackson, definitely noted. I did, think, I did think they overpaid for him. But I think, like you said, it's not going to matter as much. He can go be physical because with that front, he's not going to have to hold up in coverage for very long. Nope. So he could – this could be a dream fit for him here with Asante Samuel and the, and the cornerbacks. They know that those guys, those boys are going to get after it. Bosa, I expect him and Asante to be very aggressive jumping routes – if those guys get home, that could really, like, help them. And you mentioned Justin Herbert. And it's not fair for me to say because he's a talented young kid. But I think there's pressure on him to make the playoffs this year. Oh, absolutely. I, I think, absolutely. He, I, like, you know, everyone, you know, he's had a great statistical season last year. It's all well and good. But, you know, not getting in last year uh, versus Derek Carr, okay, there's no shame in that. Derek Carr is a – Solid quarterback. He's been in the league a long time. You're a second-year player. But this team is putting pieces around you. That defense is going to be loaded. You have you have the draft and free agency to shore up that offensive line. you still got good weapons. you got a good running game. Austin Eckler, you know, Jackson in the backfield. They need to make the playoffs. Justin Herbert has got to find a way to make the postseason or we're going to start talking about him like, can he get it done? Unfair or not. I think the kid's talented. I think he has the potential to be an MVP player. But he needs to make the playoffs this year. That's just my prediction. And even I in that agree. hard division. Yeah, I agree. Like, he's got to make the playoffs somehow. Like, that team is too loaded to you know how bad not be in the playoffs. Look, yeah, it's going to look real bad. Because you, look at – Matt look at Jones the, <laughs> made the playoffs. He's not, he's not even half the quarterback Justin Herbert is, man. Well, Honestly. yeah, talent-wise, no, yeah. no doubt. But, yeah. but, yeah, you see, like, guys like Carson Wentz and – and Jimmy G, like, they have yeah. extremely talented teams, like Super Bowl contending teams around they them. But, playoffs, yeah. but, yeah, but obviously everybody points at the quarterback for their failures. And, yeah. and now Justin Herbert, like, he doesn't have any excuses. No, agreed. Like, agreed. He's, got, he's got one of the best rosters around him, like a great defense, great weapons, a good O-line. Like, this is it for him. Like, he's got – this is no excuse. Like, he's got to deliver. Agree. All right. Now we're going to move on to the NFC South. Talk about the Buccaneers. So, yeah, obviously big news came out on Saturday that Brady, Tom Brady is unretiring and coming back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And a day later, they re-signed Ryan Jensen, their center, all-pro center, along with uh, franchising Chris Godwin, they re-signed Carlton Davis. Yep. And uh, they signed Russell Gage, who Which is I huge. think was a huge signing, especially with <laughs> Godwin probably coming back in later late September. So, yeah. so yeah, he's, he's an easily yeah, an easy easily viable number two receiver. And then uh traded for Jason, somebody Brady is very familiar with to replace Ali Marpet. So so yeah, it looks like Tim whether their cap situation is bad or not, they're still they're still going all in and trying to win one more. 
I didn't even know they traded for Shaq Mason. Yeah, they traded for him uh, like an hour ago. That's crazy. Oh, my fifth round pick, too. I don't know, man. Like, (laughs) I I, want to be like, uh, that sounds good. But Belichick is notoriously good at getting rid of players a year too early. But I still think Shaq Mason's got some juice left. But that definitely fills the void of Marpet. So that line, I think, is still going to be good. They got Donovan Smith there still, right? Donovan Smith's there. Tristan Wirth's still there. Yep. And then you got, you know, Shaq Mason to replace Marpet, who, you know, it might be a little bit of a downgrade, but I think it softens the blow. Well, actually, was... actually, Shaq Mason was graded higher than Marpetta this past year, believe really? it or not. I thought Marpetta, yeah. yeah, I just assumed because Marpetta Shaq was Mason, I mean, as a Patriots fan, I know Shaq Mason. He struggled <laughs> two years ago with Kim, yeah. but last year, like, he was unbelievable. Like, yeah. one of the best guards in the league, but obviously there's not much to show because Patriots offense was so inconsistent. But yeah. him but him at the guard position, he he played extremely well. Yeah, no, so that line is going to be good. Again, I mean, did they lose anybody? I think they lost, what, Jordan Whitehead at safety, right? Yeah, they lost Jordan Whitehead. They lost their right guard, Kappa, but they can easily replace him. Yeah, yeah, it's not too big of a deal. Um, And then there's still a bunch of free agents like Sue and JPP. They're still free agents, are they? Uh, I think think they're going to let JPP go. Sue, it sounds like he's going to come back on a cheap deal because he's just doing a one-year deal thing. And then... And then Gronk as well. Like I think everybody knows he's coming back. Oh, Gronk's coming back. Brady, Brady's coming back. Gronk's coming back. Yeah. The only so. thing with the Bucks though is going to be their running back position. Like Fournette's a free Fournette, agent. Fournette's going to come back too. Brady, since I think he was gone. Brady came back. He's going to come back. He'll come back for Tom. Tom has that ability. Like people want to play for him. He's such a good leader that it just. I mean, listen. You can't keep everybody. But, like, the fact of the matter is, you know, they're going to keep most of their core, you know. So, and they can replace others through the draft. You know, they get Fournette back. They still have Ronald Jones. Still a formidable punch. Uh, Fournette, Ronald Jones is a free agent, too. Oh, he's a free agent? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Right, they get one of them back. They get Fournette back. You got a good offensive line. You know, when Godwin gets back healthy, you're going to have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Russell Gage. With Gronk, I don't think you're bringing back O.J. Howard. I know that, but no. you got Cameron Braid, so who yeah, cares? Yeah, Cameron Braid's still there. Yeah, yeah so, so who cares? You know, the tight end position was loaded anyway, so you're good. So their offense is going to be explosive again. Um, I'm only mad that Brady decided to come back, like, right during – after KG's reti- jersey retirement. I was getting uh, misty-eyed with the big three reuniting, you know and what then I mean? That, and then those tears turned into anger because yeah. – now there's another team that might be in the way of the Packers. Oh, no, not, yeah, for sure. But I was more like, damn, you couldn't wait a day, man. I wanted to, like, soak in. Oh, no, no, because he wanted to do it right before free agency began. Yeah. Because that was the next day, unfortunately, yeah. for KG. I didn't, even, I didn't even get a chance to just, like, enjoy the moment of them burying the hatchet and just becoming brothers again and – you know, yeah, I mean, no, that was an unreal moment with the Celtics. Yeah. Like, it was so KG good, Ray Allen. Yeah, and then like and that. then all of a sudden, <laughs> Brady's back. Um, I don't know how I feel about it though. I feel <laughs> like no, I, I feel like I don't want to see him go out. Even as much as he annoys me and and like some of his fans piss me off, I don't want to see him go out in a bad way. Like. When Jordan left in 98, that was the perfect way to go. Him coming back with the Wizard years, even though he played well as an older person, it just wasn't Jordan. 
I'm not saying Brady's going to fall off. Yeah, like they, that. That, they, it, that's such a huge difference because Jordan took two or three years off. Like Brady only took 40 days off. That's like, that, that's, that's true. a huge difference. That's true. That's true. And you know just, Brady's going to do the same thing he does every offseason, just work his butt off and yeah. make sure he's in communication. Because it's set up for him in Tampa. Like He's still got that, got that O-line. He has good weapons. Like he's got that security blanket and Gronk, we would assume. So yeah, I mean, does he like, want to go out? The thing is, is he obsessed with going out winning a Super Bowl? Like that's my question because if that's the case and he doesn't win it and he tries to hang on, like not past even past this year, your skills and your ability to stay healthy are going to decline. Your oh, body for sure. gets old. So like, I just I feel like maybe he said he wanted to play at forty five. This yeah, is this, and this is 45, yeah. So, so if, this might... I, I, I think for him, if he plays well, you know, I just think you want to remember him still at the top of his game. Even this year, man. You know, he was arguably the MVP of the league. He didn't get it, even though I thought, like, he sh- I mean, I think I had Burrow, Brady, Rodgers, and then Rodgers ended up winning it. Like, he was arguably, you know, the, the MVP of the league. You know, and you want to remember him in that light. I just don't – I don't want to see him, like, go out like Peyton Manning, getting injured and looking like a shell of himself. Brett Favre looked like a shell of himself. Hell, I don't want to see that from Rodgers either. Rodgers is about to be 40. So, like, you want to see great players, like, you rather wonder, like, could he have played another couple of years? So, you know, for Brady, I hope that, you know, I hope he plays well. I hope, I hope he doesn't win the Super Bowl, obviously, but I hope he plays well. <laughs> And he decides to go out before he just skills kind of a road. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. And you got to remember the NFC, like, it's there's weak. only really three teams that I can it's... think that's going to contend. Obviously, depending on the whole Deshaun Watson situation. But yeah. there's the Rams, the Packers, and the Bucks. I mean, it's hard Are we for counting team... Dallas? I don't even know. Uh, no, we're not. We're never counting Dallas. Yeah, they're, always, they're, they're always talking. <laughs> they're always yeah. chirping, and they always never deliver. Yeah. And they lost a bunch of pieces. So, no, I'm not That's counting true. Dallas. And I'm pretty sure Dallas fans are thinking they have a chance. But let's Every year they're no. going to the Super Bowl. Yep, every year they're going to win the Super Bowl. But, no, we're not going to count them. <laughs> have they won? When did they last time they won? We were kids. Not, yeah, we were, Barely. I was, yeah. Like a, I, was like a, I was a baby. <laughs> I think I was. it was 95. Or, yeah. Yeah, it was twenty five years. That I can't remember, but I was I was in my in my infant years. So yeah, Jesus. So no, no, never believe in the Cowboys. But and it's hard for a team to win two straight times. So so like with the Rams, like we'll see yeah, if they're going to yeah. come back hungry. So yeah, I mean back to back, like you said, it's hard to do. You know, and plus. Yeah, and you never about, know with injuries either. Like you saw at the look, Bucks. Like, and then listen, when the that's what that's the biggest part of the NFL. When the Bucks won it, they were relatively healthy. Oh yeah, throughout the this playoffs. year they were battered and decimated with injuries. So like it all depends. Like the Rams, they could bring everybody back. Some people could decline. They could get injured. It's just hard to win. Yeah. Multiple championships in a and, row. And uh, we'll see league. what happens with uh, Von Miller, like whether he comes yeah. back or not. That's so, true. so yeah, a lot's going to go into it, but but yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting year for the NFC. But but in reality, like I think there's only three teams that that are going to really contend to make it to the Super Bowl. But I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong because I like to see more than 
like I, I want to be unpredictable. Like I want yeah, to be predictable. But it's, it's gonna be hard. The AFC is gonna be unpredictable. Yeah, like, AFC is gonna be very unpredictable. I think the NFC is gonna be you're gonna like you said, Packers, Bucks, and uh, Rams. Those are the teams you're gonna watch for. I don't know. Maybe the Cardinals do something. Who the hell knows? We'll see though. Yeah, who knows with that? But um, but yeah, next uh, the NCAA tournament is going to be starting this Thursday. Uh, all the play- are right now on Tuesday and Wednesday, but first round starts on Thursday. So, so right now we we are going to make our final four predictions and predict who wins the championship. So, G, any uh, final four predictions? Yeah, my final four. I have Kentucky, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Gonzaga, and I have Arizona winning it. Ooh. And- I got to tell you, man, there's no, like, true dominant team this tournament. This is as wide open of a tournament as I could remember. If there's a year that, like, a seven seed wants to take it, this is the year where you get, like, a five or six or eight seed, you know what I mean? Making those – this is a Cinderella kind of year, which is – I feel like what makes this tournament even more exciting for me. But, you know, I'm going to stick with that Final Four with Arizona winning it. Um but it is going to be a really unpredictable tournament. And I'm going to root for all the upsets. I don't care. I love seeing the upsets. So, but we'll see what happens, though. I got I got Arizona. I think the Wildcats have a good team this year. And I think they'll just, I just think they'll get it done. I wouldn't bet on it with this field. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I just think, think I'm going to be. I think I'll get it done. I'm not going to gamble any games. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm not putting any money <laughs> on these games because I have no idea. Who's like really that much better or not? But go UConn. But though. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hopefully UConn can do something, but I just don't think they have the yeah the, the talent in their roster right now. But my final four teams are Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, and UCLA. And I like my that. All right. championship team is Gonzaga. I think they they are hungry for it this year. Like they return. A good amount of their players from last year seemed like the inbred and uh, Drew Timmy. Uh, they added Chet Holmgren, and you know Mark Few. Like, yeah. he wants a championship so bad. He's lost twice in the in the national championship game to UNC and uh, Baylor last year. So, so you know yeah. he's going to be hungry for it. And, uh, and I think they have the roster to do it. Uh, they have the guard play. Obviously, they have two uh, – Two dominant big men, so yeah, I just believe this is going to be their year. Um, obviously, it's so unpredictable because every one of the teams I choose every year to win never wins. So you never know, man, with these games. So yeah, you just never know. But I can't wait till the tournament starts because that's always the best time of the year for me, especially oh, for the sure. round of sixty-four because of all these upsets that happen. Oh, for sure, it's gonna be a good time. Expect greatness in this tournament. You always expect some funny things. All right, guys. Well, that's it for the show today. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Matt, it's been a pleasure talking with pleasure. you. Guys, uh, round 64. Uh, first 64 starts tonight. Get your brackets in. Enjoy the tournament. Go grab some beers. Grab some pals. It's going to be a great sports week. It's great sports month. Can't wait. More NFL stuff to come. NBA playoffs coming soon. Uh, and uh, please subscribe to our channel, 3 Got Game. We're on Apple, Spotify, you name it, we're on it. Our Instagram handle is at 3 Got Game. And we'll talk to you guys next week.
Right, take care, everybody. Guys.